All right, welcome. With me today is Meredith Lambert and Tony Azat of Catchlight. And we're going to be talking about how financial service firms are using AI-driven insights to empower growth. But before we get started, uh, I'm going to just do a brief introduction. And so let's give it a, you give us an introduction and your worst data science joke. Let's start with you, Meredith. My worst data science joke. All right, I have to think about that one. Um, well, thank you so much for for having us, first and foremost. Uh, yeah, I'm Meredith Lambert, and I, I head up uh, the uh, product design and customer success functions on Catchlight. And Catchlight is uh, an AI-driven tool to help uh, financial advisors grow. Um, my background, I actually originally went to art school, but I found myself in the last 13 or so years working in product design and success for a whole host of industries, but most recently with a real focus on financial services industry. Um, fun fact, uh, I helped design a digital bank. You can ask me about it sometime. Uh, but for the last four years, uh, as part of actually the, the, the founding team on Catchlight, I have uh, really been focused on this product and, and this market. And, um, you know, from the earliest days, uh, we, uh, I was there helping the team take what was basically uh, an Excel spreadsheet <laughs> with, with interesting data and interesting insights to something that is, you know, hopefully an easy, clean um, interface that delivers actionable insights to advisors, you know, our, our clients. Um, and my worst data science joke, uh, all right. So your mama is so mean. <laughs> she has a standard deviation of zero. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right. I love that. All right. Now, Tony, switching gears to you. You've had a really long career in data science. So uh, you were doing it back well before it was all the rage. Kind of tell us how you get started and how you came to Catchlight and your worst data science joke. Yeah, sure, sure. Pleasure to be with everybody here today. Um, yeah, I got uh, interested in AI uh, very early before it became as uh, sexy as, as it is right now. Um, did my PhD in machine learning and AI at MIT. Um, and after that, just uh, spent uh, uh, my time working with various startups in the Boston area basically building out their respective machine learning and uh, data science platforms. So uh, worked at uh, startups in different verticals like Facebook advertising, travel, and uh, food delivery, uh, basically doing uh, machine learning for all of them. And very happy to be here with Cashlight uh, focused on machine learning and AI for uh, the financial industry. Um, I do have a statistics joke, uh, but it's not significant, so I won't. I won't bring it up. <laughs> awesome. I think we should just end it right there. Anyway, okay, we're moving moving on. Thank you guys for um, sharing it. That's just uh, having met you guys. It, it just seems so fitting to have those jokes. So awesome. All right. So I, I've I've been telling people. I think twenty twenty three feels like just like the year of AI. There's been so much talk about ChatGPT, other generative tools, creating text, generating images, and the like. And I think at the core of each of these systems is a data set and the models that are created off of them. And I think what's confusing for consumers and others is that a lot of these tools can look very similar on the surface. 
right? And, and there's new tools proliferating every day. It's just difficult to tell the difference between them. And then most of these tools, they're built on top of some data set in a predictive model. And we're gonna talk about some of the use cases uh, with Meredith in a minute, but Tony, I thought we'd start with you and kind of get into the nitty gritty. Uh, Catchlight data and models are unique. Can you tell us about the data sets and models that the Catchlight product is built on? Sure, that's a very good observation, um, actually, and that one that isn't very prominent in the media right now. So first order of business for Catchlight is the acquisition of um, very large and relevant data sets for the, front for the financial industry. So we spend a lot of time getting these data sets, uh, curating them, cleaning them up, and uh, making sure we can uh, you know, use them. So that's definitely a big effort. Uh, related to that is uh, similar to data sets is data vendors, right? So we actually hmm. uh, look for, uh, curate and work with data vendors that provide data on individuals, right? So uh, part of our job is to look at this data that's being provided, vet its accuracy, its coverage, like how, how many data points, how many individuals do they cover? So that's another effort. So once you have those, uh, you can get to the third uh, uh, item, which you mentioned, which is building the predictive models off of the data vendors and the data sets that are provided. And that's, again, a third area of focus for us. And um, for example, uh, you know, we acquire a data set. In this case, we can, as an example, we get a data set of individuals who uh, have indicated that they want to work with financial advisors. So that's the data set. And then uh, we can build a model that for uh, that can tell you how similar you are to these individuals. And that's a very important model, which a lot of financial advisors would like to have. So yeah. they pursue similar folks. Yeah, I think that's interesting because I think as a, as a tech person myself, I know there's there's been so much development in tools from things like Microsoft Azure where you can kind of load in data sets and they make it much easier than it was back in your PhD days. But still, I think it, it's difficult, uh, even with all these tools, to get the right data, to understand it, to correlate it, to make the models. It's still it's still not an easy thing thing to do. And then and then to be able to put it in the hands of maybe someone non-technical that they can understand. I, I think that's that's really interesting. So uh, because of that unique mix of data and model, uh, you guys were able to create something called the Catchlight Score. So Meredith, can you explain what the Catchlight Score is and how advisors are using it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, for, for all of the really hard work that goes into acquiring those data sets and cleaning them and validating them, you know, uh, we tried to take all of that and kind of bottle it into a simple to understand score. Um, and for us, you know, we've called it the Catchlight score. It ranges anywhere from uh, one to 100. And what it is, it's predicting how similar an individual is to those who have sought and hired a financial advisor in the past. And so we've got three people on this call and we might all have, we likely all have different catchlight scores. Um, and I, I, that I, is I looked at, I looked at mine. 
<laughs> it's pretty high. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good. Yeah. Good. Uh, um, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and so it can be helpful in prospecting scenarios, especially mm -hmm. I think as people, you know, move towards more and more digital um, ways of, you know, finding uh, leads and prospects, you understand less and less about them. And mm -hmm. you actually might have more and more of them because you're capturing them from your website, or they're coming to your webinars. And, you know, um, just having a sort of sense about how to prioritize your day. We all only have so many hours in a day right. um, can, can be really helpful. Um, especially as you know, this, this industry is asked to do more and more and more. Um, so how can we, how can we use data science to, to make folks are a little bit more efficient, a little bit more productive. That's, uh, that's the name of the game. Yeah. So Tony, next question for you. Uh, I, I know I've heard from some of the catchlight marketing that there are over 2000 different data points you guys are looking at. Can you, can, what what are some added insights you guys are surfacing based on these these data points? Sure, the 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 two thousand attributes we get are uh, like I mentioned earlier um, uh, attributes that we uh, look at and vet for their accuracy. Um, they can include things like um, uh, your work, your employer, your education, your age. So these are the attributes for these individuals. And we use those attributes to embed in the models and models uh, generate the insights. Um, an interesting insight we currently sort of uh, have is uh, uh, we predict uh, someone's uh, liquid investable assets. This is something our customers asked for, uh, Catchlight's customers. So we, we develop that. So for an individual, we make an estimate of how much money we think you have. And that's very, very important to our financial advisors. And we're gonna grow this set of insights over time, working on an income insight right now to predict how much mm -hmm. we think you make. And um, yeah, so these are examples of the things where-, where Yeah, so so you kind of couple these different things like the catch light score, how, how likely are they to work with me, you know, a future advisor? How many investable assets help you prioritize that list like Meredith was talking right. about makes it easier as you're getting more data. How do I prioritize, how to make the best use of my time? And you, you know, the, the other thing that I, I know your tool does is uh, per, it helps with personalization, which we're going to talk about, kind of move into next, kind of how Catchlight can help with personalization. And Tony, I thought you had a really great framework for thinking about personalization. Can you share us your what you called your three dimensions of personalization? Sure, sure. Uh, right. So we, um, as Meredith will talk about in briefly, in, in, in short, um, in a short moment, um, we're, when one of the things we want to do is help advisors reach out to the individuals they're pursuing. So for example, generate an email. So ideally this email is personalized. So what are the, how, what are the dimensions of personalization? So one dimension is attributes on the person that you're trying to reach out to. Um, are they someone who's young, who's old? Do they have a family? What kind of financial advice are they interested in? So that's one set. Another set of dimensions have to do with the person who is reaching out. So this is the advisor. What are their attributes, right? Are they someone who focuses on one type of product or another type of product? Um, and that should be somehow conveyed in the personalization. And then there's a third dimension, which I call 
context would be something like the current market conditions, um, uh, the current uh, sort of um, uh, hot uh, financial topic climates like cryptocurrencies, for example. So bringing that in to the type of personalized email that you generate is is important, right? So if we can bring to bear using AI personalization along these three dimensions, it's it's uh, it's 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 gold. So yeah, I, that, I think that's interesting. So I think sorry, go ahead. That's what we're trying to do with Catchlight. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting. I think I know for myself when I thought of personalization, I, I tend to think of personalization just as the like the prospect, right? How do I personalize for them? Which is true. That's part of it. But I, I also didn't think about like, you know, what are the attributes of the advisor? What is the timing? Kind of putting all three of those together to create the most personalized message, not just, you know, what is my age? What are my hobbies? Just those things. Right. So, right. For so example, you may you may have a particular, even on the side of your the advisor, you may have a particular style you want to write in. Mm -hmm. uh, you you prefer shorter emails, not longer emails, or you prefer using emojis in your emails, right? So these are yeah. things most people don't think about, but these are definitely things we can embed in the personalization. So Meredith, obviously you guys are thinking about this. How, how have you incorporated personalization into the Catchlight product? Great question. Yeah, we uh, are, are excited to uh, announce that, I mean, pretty recently within the last few weeks, uh, we've released our generative AI emails, um, which, you know, pretty, I mean, round of applause, round of applause. Uh, <laughs> we were, we were just super excited to do it. Obviously um, there's a, a ton of, a ton of headlines around generative AI and the power of being able to create really good content in, in the space of a second or two. Um, but we, I think, I'd like to think we took it a little bit further because it takes the personalized attributes that Tony just mentioned mm -hmm. and feeds those into the output. So mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if we're at full personalization yet, but you know, if, if Catchlight is able to say, Tony's got a family, Tony's yeah. uh, maybe nearing retirement, these are some of the things that Tony might be concerned about. We will take that and put it into the generated email so that it's a unique one just for Tony which would be different than the one that goes to me, which would be different than the, the one that goes to you. So. Yeah, that, that's interesting. So I, I think, um, you know, a lot of people might say, oh, well, how is this similar or different than chat GPT? And what you, what you're saying is, well, you, you, there, there is some similarities, but it is different because you have this richer set of data that you can then also work with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, uh, chat, chat, chat GPT, it's, it's, it's getting generated and you could technically, if you had the time to take all these different inputs, you could put it into to chat GPT, but we're, we're trying to make it as easy as possible because we already yeah. have all that data. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, that, that, that text, you know, we've specifically trained our models on the types of insights and data that the Catchlight is able to bring back. So it's similar, but I'd like to think it's better. Better, that, yeah. That makes any sense. Smarter. Yeah. Smarter, yeah. So, so the other big item in fintech is integration. Does does Catchlight integrate with anything else? Yeah, I mean, so we uh, actually we integrate with a number of different partners. Um, if you know the generative AI email is is not something that 
you feel like you want to do, if you want to add another another piece of content or a different angle, uh, we do partner with FMG. Um, and they obviously have a wealth of content, hundreds of thousands of pieces of, of pre-written uh, pre-written articles and social posts and emails. Um, and again, based on the data that Catchlight is able to bring back on an individual, the uh, we'll make a recommendation as to what FMG content somebody might really like. Um, yeah, I think that that alone might be helpful, right? Because they, they, I mean, they have literally thousands of articles. Um, and while that's helpful, sometimes that can be daunting to pick the right one or you get uh, analysis paralysis, right? Uh, but then Catchlight helps you say, well, this is, you know, what your person is kind of like, this should probably resonate with them. Here, pick pick from these three or five, not from the 2000. Exactly, uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there, yeah, analysis paralysis is a, is a great, a great way of phrasing it. Um, there's also, you know, there's a lot in, in design and sort of human psychology and that, you know, choice is good, but not too much choice, right? Um, yep. Yep. And if we can give you your top three or your top five best options, that feels, that feels doable as opposed yeah. to, yeah, that sea of thousands of thousands of pieces of content. Um, and in, in addition to, to FMG, I'll say we also, we know that ecosystems and, and workflows are really important to folks. And so we, we also connect to a number of different CRM systems um, to- Oh, to, that'd be, that's absolutely key, right? <laughs> to bring them in. Yeah. Nobody likes data entry. Uh, yeah, we, yeah. we took a poll and nobody said, yes, I like data entry. So <laughs> we spent a lot of time and invested in making it as simple as possible. It's literally a one, two, three step process where we'll just, we'll pull in, uh, you know, from, from your popular, your popular CRM. Yeah. All right. So, so- Last big question here. What do you each see as the next major step in the next three to five years with AI and ML technology? No pressure. You want to go no, first? No pressure. Sure, I'll go. Um, I think speaking from Catchlight's perspective, of course, mm -hmm. I think there's two sort of milestones or areas that I think for the next three to five years. So the first is, uh, continue to provide insights, use AI to provide more and more interesting insights to financial advisors. In that space in specific, um, I think we're starting to want to try to predict important life events uh, for individuals. So predict, predict when we think you may inherit, predict when we think you may buy a new home, things like that. So get get good at sort of predicting significant events that have to do with your financial, um, you know, portfolio or your health. Uh, the other area is building, doing more on the generative AI side, which we're just embarking on right now. So um, it's not just about crafting the first email, uh, which is where we're at right now at Catchlight, but crafting the second one. And, the third, and sort of oh, a sequence, uh, a sequence exactly, and getting to the point where we can mm -hmm. assist our financial advisors to actually uh, closing uh, a client, and in in the process of doing that, updating our language models so mm -hmm. that what worked gets reinforced and what didn't work gets. Uh, that, that would way. that would that would be amazing. I've worked on a couple of sequences, and those are very difficult. And the kind of things that data science could help solve at scale uh, could that could be an absolute game changer. 
Correct. And 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 we're committed to it here at Catchlight. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely going down this path for sure. And uh, what we just released is the first step among many down this path. So that's that would be my two. I like it. Thank you, Tony. All right. How about you, Meredith? Ooh, I mean, so this is this is more, I would say, like industry centric. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if you guys saw um uh they're increasingly the the sources of this data this data, which is incredibly mm-hmm. powerful, are beginning to figure out that it's incredibly powerful and they're locking okay. it down. So oh. uh Reddit, right? Which yeah. oh, Reddit, right, right, right. Yes. So my understanding is that a, a, a significant portion of ChatGPT was trained on a lot of Reddit and Google answers and things like that. Mm. Reddit is disabling all of their APIs in about two weeks. You know, that's and- interesting. That's interesting. Coupled with that is Twitter. So a lot of advisors use Twitter, but, you know, financial service has to be properly archived. Now, some archiving vendors are saying we might not allow you to use Twitter because the APIs are going to be too expensive to make it commercially yeah. available for us. Yeah. Very interesting. That is a very interesting insight regarding some of this data and where it's getting sourced. People have begun to see, and I think we we always knew it, right? But people are, it's becoming very apparent that the that that if you have great quality source data to train these sophisticated models on, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And and you look at the success of something like a chat chat GPT or an open AI and the rise of these things, and it it works because the the data is great, right? The the training yeah. data is great. And so I just, it's more of a, I think maybe me more of an industry phenomena where I just, you start to see people locking, locking it down and getting territorial about it and, you know, saying, yeah. oh, we can't, maybe yeah. it's the age of open information is, is uh, ending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I mean, we've already seen even with people's personal data, right? And uh, just data has value. Great. All right. Final question, Meredith, if someone wants to learn more about Catchlight, what should they do next? They should absolutely check us out. Uh, We are at catchlight.ai, not .com, .ai. Uh, We've got some really great content. We've got case studies, testimonials. Uh, We do deeper dives into like the features that we touched on today and a lot of ones that we didn't get to. Um, Just a really, a really great resource for, for learning more about Catchlight. Awesome. Tony, Meredith, thank you so much. Thanks for having us. This was awesome. All right. Take care.